Carrots. Physical carrots. Not physical carrots. Not wood. physical, physical carrots? Wooden, physical, not physical carrots. So apparently wood is no longer physical. Nope. This is 8-Bit, episode 50. Have you tasted your shampoo? On Saturday, October 19th, 2013. And now, that was a good night for both of us. This episode is hosted by Ian Buck and Ian Decker with guest Savannah Haslow. All right, looks like it's time to open up a brand new show. I feel kind of gross listening to that, actually. (laughs) That was wonderful. Let's hope the show will be just as good. Thanks a lot. Welcome to 8-Bit, everybody, (laughs) where you get to listen to uh, drinking pops? Yeah, it's a pop, I swear. Which kind? It's Diet Pepsi. It's whatever Ryan gave to us. Mm. He does like his Pepsi. He does. Not as much as Mr. Oyen does. No, no, sir. No, Oyen was Diet uh, Diet Coke. Yeah. What kind of vices do you have, Savannah? I don't have any. I'm an angel. Oh, Oh, really? She's not going to tell us. (laughs) She knows you well enough that you'll exploit them if you have this opportunity. (laughs) Oh, so true. I'd say my vice is chocolate milk right now. Mine's actually caramel sauce, honestly. Mm. I'll make sure to baste myself in that. That's disgusting. <laughs> I know. You'd get a yeast infection. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm not spreading that cream on for you, bro. I'm sorry. Maybe I meant on my face. It's still disgusting. <laughs> yeah, probably. And I will not lick it off of you. <laughs> I don't think even Kaylin would want to lick it off of you if you got a yeast infection from it. <laughs> okay, so have you seen those pictures of me with the whipped cream all over my chest? No. Probably. Okay, so, yeah, we were hanging out in the kitchen one time, and uh, they decided to put whipped cream on my chest for some reason, and then then suddenly Liv and Zach were, like, licking it off of my chest, and uh, and Kaylin wouldn't participate. (laughs) Allegedly, because she doesn't like whipped cream, but... All right. Yeah. She just doesn't like the taste of you. Oh, yeah. That would be depressing. (laughs) No comment. I smell so good. You do smell good. Thanks. Smell doesn't always equate or doesn't always equate to taste. Not at all. Have you tried but tasting your shampoo? It does not taste good. <laughs> have you? <laughs> Wait a minute. There was this one time. I have. <laughs> you guys are idiots. <laughs> I was seven. <laughs> the shampoo smelled like the icing from like from, from like cinnamon buns. <laughs> oh my god. So I tried a little bit and it was just, no. Could be worse. Could be Matt, where he sprayed uh, a uh, can of Axe into his mouth. Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> oh, man. No. Oh, oh that's gross. Okay. So, <laughs> we have a new guest this week, Savannah Haslow. Hello. Uh, let's see. You are here because you've played Pokemon X and Y. Yeah. <gasps> Actually, have you played both of them? Excuse me. No, I haven't. I bought both of them. I don't. I haven't played Y yet, because okay. that's my challenge game. <laughs> Cool. I have no idea what that means. Yeah, uh, challenges. Uh, People on forums set up challenges and you do them. The most popular is Nuzlocke, but I have not done one of those yet. Nuzlocke, where if your Pokemon faints, that means it died. You cannot use it anymore. Oh, permadeath. Oh, and you have to... That's right, you have to... Let it go or whatever. Yep. 
Oh, okay. I, I see. I see. That. That's what. Okay, that's what you meant. Mm-hmm. Hardcore mode mm-hmm. activate. So, since this is your first time here, we have uh, a very, very thorough interview for you. We will completely. We're gonna get to know everything about you. Be prepared. I, so, how did you get into video games? Um, from the time I could hold a controller, I was playing the Super Nintendo, Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers, All Stars, anything on there. My uncle taught me how to play games, I think, because he was the only one that played. <laughs> me and my brother had fun with that. And we also played um, Top Gear 2 for the Super Nintendo. <laughs> that was our first racing game. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Sorry. A little bit of extra show gas e- eking out. So did you have to go over to your uncle's house if you wanted to play? Or it did was you Grandma and Grandpa's, out? and we were there a lot. Okay. And uh, for my seventh... Seventh... When I was seven, at Christmas, uh, me and my brother... Got a Game Boy Advance from my aunt and uncle, and three games against my dad's wishes. <laughs> he put up with it because we let him have a file on Mario. So <laughs> <laughs> yes. it was fine. Good parents. Yep. Good dad is dad. <clears throat> Wait, no, that should be good dad is good. <laughs> good job. Yeah, any dad is still dad. <laughs> I'm putting that in this title. <laughs> good dad is dad. All right. Um, what is your favorite video game genre? Pokemon. That's not a genre. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. No. 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 Yeah. I don't accept that (laughs) argument. No. Okay. RPG. There you go. Yeah. I was expecting (laughs) that to be the case. Because I have played Final Fantasy, and I enjoyed that. And Super Mario All Stars. That's not really RPG. That's platformer. Never mind. I'm thinking of a different one now. And that, but I mean, my tastes are varied. I. Like Legend of Zelda games, and that's more. You know, adventure. so far I'm hearing just JRPGs. So I, I guess play we... Nintendo. Yeah, that is what yeah. I play. Okay, does that count as a genre? I think it might. Nintendo is. Mm. If Pokemon doesn't, then Nintendo doesn't. <laughs> Probably. Pokemon <laughs> is a genre by itself. I don't know why you're making a fuss. Because it's... no more heroes in Pokemon are definitely in the same genre. What? No more heroes. You run around with a giant, basically lightsaber katana, and there's. There's enough gore in it that um, Nintendo Power couldn't actually publish the screenshots. So wait, so that but that was published by Nintendo. It was made. It was a Wii exclusive. Huh. Well, they wow. can't be in the same genre. They're nothing alike. Unless you do hardcore Pokemon mode. <laughs> you cannot turn on bloodbath Pokemon mode. <laughs> I will make a mod. My, and if I cannot, yes, play, my, I will find someone who can. My make dad a mod. wants to make a one of those. Uh, Hunter games, but with Pokemon. What, like Cabela's kinds of hunter games, or like like Big Deer Hunter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. So let's make one Pokemon. So, what Pokemon would you go hunting for then? Hold on, all of them. They had the photo shoot one, which was you know kind of Pokemon, Pokemon Snap. Snap, that one. Yeah, but you know instead Jinx, of you me shooting them, you're shooting. I do not owe you a soda. Maybe you owe her one. seahorse dreams, <laughs> dolphin cereal, or something with seahorse dreams. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, what is your favorite game of all time? Pokemon Emerald. Let's see. Which that was a remake of? No, no. That, that was no, a, no. Okay. that was that third was generation, recent. third game in okay. the series. It had the full Battle Frontier and uh, main contest hall instead of contest scattered all over, and it was glorious. And they need to remake Hoenn. And it honestly is pretty damn cool. That was. Uh, wait, what was my question? That was on the. Game Boy Advance, right? Yes. yes. Okay. I still own it and play it. I still have it. I'm not sure where my copy is, but I still have Mine it. is in my DS Lite. Just don't ever let me end, lend out copies of Crystal ever again. <laughs> Are you a drug dealer? No. Do you oh, not... wait! 
Oh my gosh, one of my copies of Crystal was yours? Yes. Oh, oh I think Subashri has that now. Okay. <laughs> you can just go get an emulator. Yeah. I mean, let's be fair. Yeah. I remember I lent that to someone who was having a really bad day after I had... My one and only level 100 Pokemon that I had ever raised up was a level 100 Typhlosion. I got it to the point where I had... um where I could just, I would just keep on going through the Elite Four using just it. <laughs> just over and over and over again? Yep. That doesn't sound like fun at all. That's how you level. That doesn't sound like fun. It worked. All right. Um, and I was excited to get something up to level 100, up to the most you could possibly get. That's it. pretty exciting, actually. Um, and then I lent it to, actually, I think it was my babysitter at the time, um, because she had been having a really, really bad day and said, hey, you can play on this. And she started in the new game. Oh, mm. no. Oh, well. Yeah, they put fail-safes into uh, that in later generations. You cannot start a new game without first erasing the file in a very complex manner. Hmm. Like, I always have to go online and look up how to erase my file when I want to start a new game, because I cannot remember it. Hmm. It's that complicated. The reason that I uh, stopped playing Crystal was because the battery ran out in it, so time was only... <laughs> progress while i was in the game and there are tons and tons of things in crystal version that depend on like what day of the week it is what time of day it is mm -hmm. all that jazz and uh that's a problem with those jazz hands. That, that was a problem my brother's uh sapphire battery ran out because it went through the wash luckily that's the only thing uh. that happened to it but he got <laughs> no time-based events anymore i also bought him a game boy spn and sapphire yesterday while i was online so because oh. he wanted one so the since then, I think the only game that I've ever played with time-based things was um, um, Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery on Android. Ooh. And it's really funny because you have to, like, figure out... So, there's, there's an event that only happens when there's, like, a full moon. And so you either have to, like, wait half of a month to get to it, or you can find this little room in the game that will, you know, do that, that will change the time for you, or you can go into the, your system settings and change the time, and the game will let you do that, but it will know that you did that, and then you will get an achievement saying, you're a cheater. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. I didn't get that one, though, because I'm, I'm a better person than that. <laughs> <laughs> also, I don't Put feel like there. having my... There. Oh, no. Also, I don't feel like having, uh, you know, my tablet have be at the wrong, like, time of month. You mean Shark Week? What? Sorry. That's wrong time of month brings about the thought of a whole week. You have a terrible mind. <laughs> Which, the, the, the code name for said week has become Shark Week. Oh, interesting. Okay. I was going to say That's I don't understand good. why, really, but I kind of do. So, no. Man, I should go on the Discovery Channel more often. That's not what that is. <laughs> I wish that's what that is. Why? <laughs> a girl once a week, what, what, or for a full week for a month, has to do nothing more than sit around and watch the Discovery Channel. No. No, what I'm saying is I should go watch the Discovery Channel more to learn more about Shark Week. Yeah. Because I don't understand women. Right? Get it? Okay. None of us do. Ask the last question. <laughs> anyway. Um, what is the game that you hate most, or what game do you regret buying the most? Portal 2. What? No! No! That is yeah. unacceptable. Yeah. Well... You didn't even buy it. Oh, whatever. Yeah, I did. No, oh, you didn't. Oh, wait. You're right. Yeah, we did. Oh, my God. That's right. So, it was the Valentine's Day special. I know. And uh, we went halfsies on it. Yeah. Like, we bought each other the copy, but the, really, yeah. no. Whatever. Yep. I, I thought you just straight up bought it for her. No, I didn't have any money back then. Oh. 
No, I wasn't a fan of that game. And it's I shouldn't have put $40 into it. I'm sorry. Yeah. It, you ha- you had to beat the portal games for me. The l- final battle, always you. You did? You did both of them. Oh, yeah, that's right. And you still haven't played the co-op version. No, yet. I did once. We should play it together. No, I don't want to. That's why we got it together. I don't want to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I don't want to. All right. but At, at least I didn't, like, wait for you for the co-op. Yeah, of that no. game, the way that, you know, I waited for you for the Borderlands. Yeah. <laughs> hey, at least I had an interest in it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true, yeah. And you did the Portal co-op? What? Yeah? With me, didn't you? Uh, I think the first time I did it, I, w- I was actually with Matthias, because I was uh... at a LAN party, Sam Fletcher's birthday party. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's and... right. I was there for that. That's when I first actually started playing League. Mm-hmm. That was a good night for both of us. And okay. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, wait. Oh, wow. <laughs> Anywho, let's get onto the headlines. <laughs> so, there are some former Valve engineers who started a Kickstarter for a combined augmented reality <coughs> and virtual reality glasses system called Cast AR. It comes with a mat for projecting board games onto, a wand for manipulating virtual objects, and a clip that attaches to it, uh, you know, to the front that will kind of reflect it back and turn it into a virtual reality system like the Oculus Rift. Yeah, it's really cool. Go check out the Kickstarter. Pardon me while I go change my underwear. <laughs> God damn it, I'm not at home. Oh well, this will be uncomfortable. You're not going back into my car. You're right. I, I'm too late. I've already. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> that actually looks really, really cool. I, I, I can see that being if that gets made, the possibilities that it has that could yeah. be unlocked with the technology that has to be developed for that. The only thing that I want is I want it to not have to use the wand. That would be really, really cool if you could just manipulate things you with know, your hands. With your hands. Um, and they do have, like, for example, if you're a, a dungeon master making, like, uh, you know, a a, uh, a map for, you know, a, a Dungeons & Dragons campaign, then you can you can take, like, these little items, like uh, walls, and kind of place them on the mat, and there will be walls wherever you place that physical object. So it's not just the wand, but, you know. Yeah. And, I mean, the uh, motion controller actually does exist for your hand. There was... Uh, Nintendo several years back actually came out with a glove that was mm. motion controlled for the hand. Um, and actually the latest, the last thing that I saw being done with it was a guy had modded it and had. Why am I suddenly afraid? And, and had messed with the, um, with the programming of Surgeon Simulator. Oh. 2012. Oh. It didn't work at all. There was so much <laughs> lag time between when he was actually doing stuff in that. Cause he had, he had done that for the, for the controlling of the hands, um, and he had also, um, uh, and then the mouse would be like moving the hand, or? connect. Oh my goodness! Oh wow! Okay, mm. and well, so you know what's funny about this is you could probably combine those two just into the leap motion controller, and it would probably work a whole lot faster, actually. Yeah, I mean, I think we've probably talked about leap motion controller plus surgeon simulator being a really cool thing, but yeah, it's a great idea. It needs to happen. Um. But yeah, well, that, that, that'll be, we'll, we'll have to pass that on to maybe Ryan and Matt and say, Hey, you guys should talk about this possibility. No, they only talk about things that have come out and things that exist on their show, don't they? Well, no, they talk about rumors for stuff a lot. Then let's like the Nexus 5 that's coming out soon. I need it now. <laughs> anyway. Calm your tits, bro. No. Shh, guys. Shh. 
Calm stop down. it. <laughs> stop. Just stop it. He was doing that yesterday. It, it was, was really obnoxious. Great. <laughs> hey, at least I didn't try to calm yours. Mm-hmm. 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 You got smacked. <laughs> I feel like this keeps happening to me. Yep. Ian, what else is going on in the world? Oh, the world. Out to widen world. Why the hell am I talking like this? Anyway, um, for those of you that follow the Worldwide MOBA League of Legends, um, we were given false hope a few days ago when the head honcho of Riot Games' Twitter account was hacked and some screenshots of something called League of Legends Supremacy were leaked. Um, it's supposedly a card-based game, um, so sort of like Magic, like some sort of TCG game based on League. Um, is what the article was so saying. This, would, this was actually supposed to be a, a physical card game, not like a you know Magic the Gathering online kind of thing. I'm not sure because they yeah they they have both with the right. I've seen card games that exist strictly online. I've seen card games that are actual physical things. So it could it could probably be either or and or both. Um, and the boss did later claim that the screenshots um, were not only from that, but um, they were from one of his many projects that had been on the table earlier, but it had never actually come to fruition. So. Mm. It was. It looked like something that he had just had sort of a tiny brainchild of, but nothing that had it ever really gotten the uh, ball rolling. We all have lots of projects like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sprechen. <laughs> so uh, Wolfram Alpha now has the Pokedex, and uh, they've decided that Pokemon are perfect for documentation, and because um, they're mostly just stats, primarily. But uh, I've been looking at the articles, and it looks like they're also containing uh, anime references and uh, like character biographies, hmm. which is a lot more than I had expected from the summary I read earlier. So um, I'm not sure how many people will lo- use that. It looks like it's more of a convenience thing than anything, because I know Bulbapedia and Cerebi both have all the stats easily accept- accessible. And all the information there. And those are probably going to be updated quicker than Wolfram because... Well, Bulbo's been lagging. Really? They have They have no info out for X and Y, which is really annoying because I've played through the entire game. Come and I've on, seen everything community. and I want to go back and reference it. But they're not, they've locked the wiki again. Cerebi has a decent amount of stuff up, but the Bulbo team is not doing well right now. Wow. Hmm. It, but uh, yeah, it does sound really nice to be able to um, manipulate that data and you know have it sorted in different ways. Mm-hmm. Which is something yeah. that you really can't do just on a wiki. No, no, that's true. But why would you need to? Bulba does have I lists of all sorts. Like you can, um, you can sort Pokemon by their stats or by their Pokedex number or whatever. Mm-hmm. For those people who meticulously plan out their teams, possibly. Yes. Yeah. But the problem um, with base stats and stuff is just because just that uh, you'd be looking at individual Pokemon stats when you're playing your own game. You'd want to know what nature is best and what EV values to be training it in. And I'm not sure if they'll have the that kind of information accessible. See, this is why I wanted you to read this article, because I have no idea what you just said. Same here. Woohoo! Okay. <laughs> so I you... just play the game and have fun. I do too, and then I learned how to play it like a year ago. Uh, I don't give much thought. I just go in and have fun. That's my that's my usual part or usual the thing Style is, if everything. you're trying to if you're trying to power through things with a tanky defender, you can't do that. You need to know the Pokemon. Like you Boy. cannot power through the Elite Four with a Mill Tank. You just can't. Oh God, no, 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 no. I mean, what I do is I. But the Mill Tank kept kicking my butt in Goldenrod <laughs> That's City. That's because you couldn't uh, get past its defenses. Uh, Made me mad. 
that's why I generally I, I base my teams usually on having all um all aspects of type um type advantages covered. You also got to think of if they're a better physical or special attacker. Oh yeah, easily. But you got to compare the moves and like if you have no, waterfall, I mean, which is a physical attack yep. compared to surf, which is a special attack, they're about the same power, but they could surf could be drastically um, reduce under waterfall if your Pokemon has a lower special attack stat. Yeah, no, attack. I mean that. That's why I used. That's why I liked waterfall on Gyarados. Yes, because it's a and stuff like pure that. No, attacker. No, no, I, I, I know. Okay, no, I do get that bit of strategy. That part's always going through my head, but I don't focus on it nearly as much as many people do. No. I, I just chose them by which ones I was emotionally attached to. I did too, and then I trained them well. <laughs> I unlocked like this one. <laughs> I unlocked their full potential. i am a pokemon trainer okay shut up there you go so what do you guys think of when i say the word stardock um stardock i i imagine a stardock i I imagine a duck flying around up in the stars goodness oh oh like that old cartoon um mighty ducks right probably yes but the mighty ducks were actually here what kind of Hmm? no okay the, the cartoon was in space but they were based all around the hockey which was based on the movie which actually happened in Minnesota. And was actually people and not ducks. Yes. But yeah, literally what? ducks in space playing hockey to defeat evil stuff. Yes. and when, when Still when, not sure how that works. When you have things that shoot out uh, from wrist cannons, <laughs> hockey pucks of power, <laughs> then you know you're good. Well, when uh, when somebody says Stardock to me, I, I first think of uh, Galactic Civilizations 2, because we had a copy of that when I was a kid, and it was a ton of fun. Um, a lot of people think of uh, Sins of a Solar Empire, which is one of their more recent games. Um, but Stardock is actually 20 years old now, and uh, they are celebrating by announcing Galactic Civilizations 3, which is huge. Well, it's going to be huge. Uh, among its many new features are multiplayer, a reworked ship designer, and complete modability. That's going to be awesome. I'd say that sounds exciting, but that, that means nothing to me. Because I don't know the game franchise or what it's about. Well, right. I, I mean, you can imagine it's uh, it's a um, turn-based space game. Yeah. It's like Civilizations, but in space. Okay. Which is why it's called Galactic Civilizations. Go figure. Yeah. All right. Um, well, I think for pretty much every weekend for the past while on this show, we have talked about the new Grand Theft Auto game. and Never heard of it. Don't give me that look. <laughs> um. But so, I think now that la- you've... last weekend we talked about the records that they broke, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um. Well, and a little bit. Uh, we were also talking about it possibly coming to PC, and it mm-hmm. seems more and more like it's going to become a reality that'll be coming to PC. Um. Just as of a few days ago, the uh the number of signatures on the petition to bring it to PC had actually um gone above. 600,000. It was like 608,000 or something like that. So there's basically no market for this game coming to PC. Absolutely none, no. Yep. Um, which is why Rockstar would be absolutely genius if they never brought it to <laughs> PC. I mean, I think we knew that it was coming, uh, you know, just not when. And we still don't know when, but like, no. you know, all of the other ones have come to PC eventually. Eventually. Yeah. Keyword. I'm still mad that Red Dead Redemption isn't on PC. I know. Uh but we'll talk about that later. There oh, might really? be something. Oh, don't tease me like that. I want to know now. 
<laughs> yeah, and you like to call yourself lawful good. <coughs> no, I'm just some mangy old mad scientist who's got a dying disease. All right. Continuing on with what I'm here for. <laughs> Great, thanks. Shush. Pay no attention to the dying man in the corner. Nope. You'll be okay. <laughs> That's why we put him in the corner, right? Yeah. So we didn't have to, you know, worry about him. I'm dying on you. Oh, that's gonna... Um, I'm not gonna be able to breathe. Alright. Both of my problems solved. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang! Oh, dang! Oh, dang. <coughs> I, I feel insulted. Do you feel insulted? I totally feel oh, insulted. Oh, man. I love you. That was painful. That was good. That was good, though. That was expertly done. Well done. Alright, anyway, there's been a fairly major glitch noticed in Pokemon X and Y over the last week. Uh, when you save on certain streets in Lumio City, North Boulevard, South Boulevard, or the southern alleys of Blue and Vert Plaza, uh, your file can become corrupted and completely freeze. Uh, Nintendo and Game Freak are aware of this and are working on a patch to clear that up. So wow, don't save have... on those. Since when have they been doing patches for Pokemon games? Um... Since they can with the 3DS's connectivity. Okay. Um, but, like, we had never really noticed it before because Japan would always get the games beforehand and they would catch any glitches before they mm. released it internationally. That's the case with many, many games. Did they... Wait, was this one released, like, almost at the same time everywhere? It was released simultaneously on Saturday, October 12th. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hmm. Which was weird because it's a Saturday and games usually come out on Tuesdays. It's Pokemon. I always it's Japan. Kids, ha- it's kids have off of school on Saturdays. It's Me Japan. and Isaiah sat in the basement and played it for 14 hours. Yep. It's Japan. Kids. Japan. Japan. Thank you. So Japan. My goodness. <laughs> so what better way to spend a perfect day than by brutally killing your best friend in your favorite video game and singing about it? Well, Sony certainly thinks so, and uh, that's why they made this trailer. in the park and then later when it gets dark we go home oh it's such a perfect day i'm glad i spent it with you oh such a perfect day you just True love. Beautiful. Love. True love. I feel like we've referenced that before. I know you have. It's my favorite movie. It's going to happen many on many occasions. How this has bypassed your... Never mind. What? I like the movie, too. I know. Yeah. But the fact that I reference it all the time. Mm -hmm. All the time. I noticed so much. Probably better than referencing uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail all the time. Yeah. 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 Welcome to Boy Scouts. <laughs> oh, man. It's all Monty Python all the time. Now let's stay. Was that, uh, what? Was that English? Yes. It's, it's a very stylized English. 
God, I'm going to be doing it in this voice for no, the next bit. Yes. No, you won't. Oh, man. Recoil is a class-based first-person suitor that brings about a refreshing new yet retro light on the genre. <laughs> the game has eliminated things like unlockables, fancy and distracting graphics, and pay-to-win guns. The game focuses on having balanced gameplay, where the winner is determined by skill and map awareness. Sounds as refreshing as an Arnie Palmer in 100 degree weather. <laughs> you sound like you're talking about, like, some new piece of fine art or something. <laughs> <coughs> oh, man. And this is why people have told me that I should go into voice acting. Oh, man. I can imagine you as the Joker. <laughs> in Batman Arkham City. <coughs> no, there's no way I'd ever be able to meet, beat Mark Hamill. Uh, well, actually, it's Troy Baker in, um, I mean, did I say Arkham City? I meant Arkham Origins, because that's the one that's coming out soon. Ah, yeah. yeah. Yep. But I have heard, uh, a sample of Troy Baker's voice acting from, from that, and holy cow, he's, he's just as good. He's just as good? All yeah. Right. I'm good. looking forward to it. I actually watched a Batman movie the other day. Not, not one of the live action ones, but one of the, um, uh, animated ones, Under the Red Hood. Okay. Uh, which was actually really interesting because it's about one of the most controversial Batman things that happened of all time when Robin died. Oh. The Joker killed Robin. Mm. One of the Robins. Not the one that became Nightwing, but the one that came after him. Oh, yeah, that's right. There's, yeah, I keep forgetting that they had multiple ones of those guys. Welcome to the game, or welcome to the DC universe. Yep. Um, but so it just deals with some, some issues that are kind of brought up with that whole thing. It was kind of interesting, and by kind of, I mean really interesting to watch. It. Actually, pretty damn good for a little animated show. Unfortunately, the Joker was not voiced by Mark Hamill, so I was disappointed in that. But it it was still pretty good. Actually, I gotta go see who I'm gonna go see who did that. Who did you say the guy doing it for Arkham? Troy Baker. Troy Baker. Who um, I actually hadn't heard of him until. Uh, Bioshock Infinite, but then I looked him up and he's in a lot of things. Okay, let's see. Joker was... Oh, John DiMaggio. Completely different person. Mm. Never mind! So free things, right? Oh, I love those. I like free things! Oh my gosh. <laughs> They're so, nice. They're my friends. <laughs> <laughs> no More Room in Hell is a Half-Life 2 <gasps> mod. You said a bad word! Oh no. <laughs> Terrible. Itchy double hockey sticks. Teacher, teacher, she said a bad word! I remember those days. Oh, God. But it's a Half-Life 2 mod that's uh, not only horribly difficult, but it's going to be a free standalone game. It was officially released a couple of years ago as a mod, but it will be coming out on this year's Halloween as a standalone game, and it's free, and it's good, and it's terrifying. Get it! Yeah. Yeah. I will. Wait, is this multiplayer or is it it's, it's multiplayer. It's up to Ooh. eight people, actually. Oh, man. And it's brutally difficult because what, um, apparently, unlike Left 4 Dead, one bite. And will infect you? And you're done. Oh, man. Oh, man. That sounds even harder than the Pokemon, you know, yeah. hardcore mode. As I said, brutal. Hmm. <laughs> So it's been a while since we've had to lament the day delay of a game that we're really looking forward to, but unfortunately, today is one of those days. No. Watch Dogs will be coming out next spring instead of at the end of November. But, on the other hand, I guess that gives me more time to play Assassin's Creed 4. And more time to work and get my wallet back up to... Yeah! Wait, yeah. what are you doing for work now? 
Um, I work two, kind of three jobs. Um, I work in the classics office, basically doing secretary work. Okay. Um, making copies, editing stuff that profs have, going and um, uh, looking over things that profs are doing and making sure that they've got that they're being consistent with how they're citing sources mm. and um that doesn't sound so bad no it's it's not too bad um that i tutor latin like i've been doing for the past uh about a year now actually wait you know latin i know go figure <laughs> actually i've been appreciating latin a lot more um because th- for those of you who don't know this is my 7th year studying the language latin or the latin language um and I've reached a point of fluency where I can look at a sentence and then everything just clicks. I'm like, oh, I see how this all works together. Yeah. And I've been realizing that I can't do that with every other language, like Greek, Koine Greek. I, ancient I hope Greek. You, you can do it with like English, right? Yes. Oh, good. <laughs> yes. Um, but ancient Greek, I, I look at the page and it's just, it doesn't happen and it's frustrating. Mm. We've only been doing that for two and a half years now, right? This is my, Second year. Okay. So one and a half. Oh, wow. Okay. So. Yeah. I mean, it's to be expected, but classics major problems. It'll come. <laughs> oh, my oh, shut up. I'm so you. mad. I'm so mad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Somebody talk about something else. <laughs> Penises. <laughs> Might want to throw in a flag for that one. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I think that's a legal word. All yeah. words are legal. It's anatomy. Whoever. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. (laughs) Um, (laughs) All right. So a Rockstar employee has revealed that there is work being done on the next version of a famous IP. Um, Although it was really, really nonspecific as to which one. um, uh, It could because it could be like any anything that Rockstar has made. So anything from Bully to Red Dead Redemption. That would be. Well, yeah, okay, so I love that Rockstar makes great games, but I hate that they just ignore us PC gamers. Yeah. It's really, really frustrating. Well, there are also, all, there are also a lot of PC gamers who ignore, well, PC game developers that ignore a lot of console. But most of those have a reason to, like, you know, strategy games wouldn't work nearly as well on a console. Um, they don't trust me. Yeah, no. They've tried. And, like, I mean, even Crisis, you know, which started out off on PC, for example, you know, is now on consoles and doesn't yeah. look nearly as good, but, you know, it's still there. Yeah. Meh. Yeah. Meh. Whatever. Um, But, yeah, regardless of what it is, it's going to be a really good game. I'm pretty sure. Well, I wouldn't... I mean, Rock, does Rockstar come out with bad games? Not really. Except for Grand Theft Auto Online. Let's see. <laughs> which had a ton of problems at launch. But, anyway... I'm going to find a bad Rockstar game. Oh, now. good luck. So, p- speaking of the PC, NVIDIA has finally gotten their stuff together and have announced a launch date for Shadowplay and for the game streaming for the NVIDIA Shield. They are both coming out on October 28th. So, Shadowplay is a game recording and streaming program that will only take a 5% hit to performance, which is insane. Uh, and... Uh, you know, shield streaming is obviously, you know, playing a PC game on the Android based, uh, Nvidia shield device, but streaming it from your computer. And, uh, the reason that those, and those both require a special hardware encoder that's only <coughs> in the 600 and 700 series of the Nvidia graphics cards. Hmm. And so I'm super excited because now I can actually start recording things and putting them up on YouTube. Yeah. Yes. 
And I'll, I'll be getting one of those eventually too, hopefully. Yes. When I have money again. You know, by that time, they okay. might have come out with a new series. Which means that these ones will be nice and cheap. Oh, yeah. Which I'm better with. I'm okay with that. I'm cheap. Welcome to the land of the Scotsman. Mm. Oh, no, you're not telling that joke again. <laughs> no, I'm not going to tell that joke. Don't worry. What joke? Later. Later. Fringe. <laughs> In the car. Okay. No, fringe. Fringe. Fine. We need fringe. it for fringe. Fine. <laughs> fine. We'll say it in the fringe. All right. Um, so most monitors these days have a refresh or have a set refresh rate of 60 hertz, but graphics cards can render a lot faster than that. This can be a problem when the card tries to push multiple images into the same monitor refresh and screen tearing happens. VSync is the current solution to this problem, which forces the graphics cards to only output when the screen is ready. Nvidia doesn't like that. So they announced G-Sync. This forces the monitor to synchronize its refreshes with the frames the graphics card outputs. This is going to be great because we'll have more than 60 frames per second and no screen tearing. Ooh. Why didn't they think of that in the first place? Well, it, it re- requires the uh, the monitor itself to have some special hardware in there. Yeah. Um, and, like, I mean, obviously this is going to be a very, spe- like, an NVIDIA-specific thing at first. Uh, so they're having to work with the monitor makers to do it. And I mean, it's also, I think people didn't really think of that before because the maximum like refresh rate that most monitors had is 60 frames. Mm -hmm. So like you couldn't, you, you wouldn't be getting anything out of G-Sync, but now that we have tons and tons of monitors out there that are like 120 frame or Hertz, uh, like mine, I really wish that I could have G-Sync in my monitor because that would be sweet. Soon. Well, I can't though because it's like it has to have the special hardware. Oh yeah, in it. Yeah. yeah. Okay then. Uh, the original Grand Theft Auto came out a really long time ago, and the original creator has decided to make it again. And this time in a modern engine that you will be able to play in your browser. Should be interesting. I'll play it probably mm, if I have time. Unless it costs money. I have yeah. too many other games. That's to play. true. <laughs> if, if it's free, I'll go mess with it. Yeah. Far Cry Three. <laughs> So the Oculus Rift virtual reality headset obviously requires a computer to work right now. But in the future, they might have a version that will be able to run Android games natively. Ooh. Which sounds pretty awesome to me. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I I like the heart or the power that the Rift um, can bring for a PC. Oh, yeah. Actually, so recently... Uh, I was at a, a technology open house at the uh, University of Minnesota Twin Cities, and I saw this little. It's it's like a it, it's supposed to be a virtual reality headset that just uses your phone, and you kind of clip your phone in there, and then uh, it it only lets your your eyes see one half of each half of the screen, right? And uh, it actually looked really good. Yeah, I was super surprised, and it you know just uses the gyroscope inside the phone to detect you know when you're turning and stuff. And I was like, man, if this if this looks like this, I j- I can't imagine what the Oculus Rift looks like because it's it. I mean, reports are that it's you know so much better. I'm super excited for virtual reality. Oh yeah, and we get to be the generation that plays with it. Oh yeah, I like this generation. I want to imagine be the-, the generation that grows up with it. They're never gonna stand up ever, are they? No. No. I mean, I'm bad enough the way it is. Well, oh god, watch. We'll have no. They will. They'll get more exercise than us. We'll make, instead of virtual reality headsets, we'll make like how all those sci-fi shows, they have those rooms that can upload any... Um, a holodeck? A holodeck, yeah. Okay. We'll get holodecks and actually be able to play games via holodecks. Or the holojohn. 
<laughs> yes, the hollow John. Locally grown butter lettuce. <laughs> so great. Oh, wait. Damn it, I don't have my chest hair anymore. Uh, also, you have your shirt on. I know. That's why I'm... Oh, I, I can't even see. Sorry. Monitor's in the way. Uh, gosh, I try and show you more of my chest. And I just won't have any of it. And, and all you do is whine, whine, whine at me. Gosh. <laughs> uh, men these days. Mm-hmm. 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 Girl, I, I know where you at. Girl, mm-hmm. I know how you feel. Where your boyfriend at? <laughs> where you at? <laughs> and suddenly we degrade. Yep. Okay. Um, Cyan Worlds, the company that brought us Mist, is attempting to get their next project, Abduction, off the ground and running with a Kickstarter campaign. The campaign's goal is set high at 1.1 million US dollars, to be exact. But for the spiritual successor of a game as influential as Mist, that should hopefully be no problem. Yeah, I'm, I'm, they're going to get it. <laughs> the Stanley Parable is out now, and uh, 8-Bit will have a review coming soon. And with it comes a trailer that doesn't really help you understand the game at all. But hey, I'm excited to go and play this game. This is the story of a man named Stanley. Stanley worked for a company in a big building where he was employee number 427. Employee number 427's job was simple. He sat at his desk in room 427 and he pushed buttons on a keyboard. Orders came to him through a monitor on his desk, telling him what buttons to push, how long to push them, and in what order. This is what employee 427 did every day of every month of every year. And although others might have considered it soul-rending, Stanley relished every moment that the orders came in, as though he had been made exactly for the... Stanley worked past Stan the chair, Stan just around, Stanley walked upstairs Stanley to his office. Stanley is quite a bore. Stanley for the first time... Stanley realized so Stanley had never seen Stanley the office. Stanley used the office Stanley, 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 just Stanley, would, Stanley, still Stanley, would make Stanley, 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 <laughs> oh, come now. You don't want it to end already, do you? Why don't we begin again? Wait, you how did you do that? I just got goosebumps all the way up and down my back. Seriously, everybody listening, go download the free demo from Steam right now because it is so hilarious. I'm not doing the demo. I'm just going to straight up buy the game and play the game. Well, so the I think the demo is not going to be in the game. Fine, I'm doing the demo and the game. Exactly. <laughs> this might but be something I'm going to play. Keep in mind. Okay, so Metacritic is usually very, very, very hard on games. It's mm -hmm. very, yeah. Usually they, like, you know... A game that I enjoy gets like a, a 76 or so, you know? Yeah, or an 80. Maybe yeah. somewhere in there, if it's a really good one. This got a 92. Woo Let that sink in. This got a 92. Let me look up what that's, Mass that's, Effect got. I mean, that's almost as much as uh, Half-Life 2 or like Bioshock. Those two, I think, got 94s. Mass Effect 2 is the best one in this trilogy, usually, yes? Mm, uh, a lot of people think so, yeah. What do you mean I'm not... Oh, shoot, one sec. <laughs> but I mean, ninety-two is a, is a great score. Yeah. No matter what other games have gotten, in, you know, nineties. Uh, Are you having trouble? 
I kind of. One sec. Looking it up on Wikipedia now. I'll race you. Um, let's see. Metacritic gave it, gave it on PC a 94. Ah, you were faster. So it's about as good as Mass Effect 2 is in terms of game critics. Yep, I'm sold. I'm getting this game. And it's only, if you act quick, it's only 12 bucks. Otherwise, it's a grand total of 15 Whoa, bucks. Whoa, huge Get change. It. Get <laughs> it now. Buy it. You know you want to. I really do. So Let the power compel you. Going back to the Oculus Rift, one of the biggest problems that it faces is that some people get motion sickness when they're playing with it. Uh, and among them is apparently the CEO of Oculus. Now, good news, he says that the latest versions that they're working on uh, don't make him sick. So hopefully that will solve the problem for everybody else who's been getting sick from them. So there you go. Hopefully, but no promises. Yeah. All right, let's see. Um, yes, we are here. So, League of Legends. Oh, that's right. I was going to do this one in a weird accent. Oh, go for it. What accent do we want? Penguin. I don't even know what that means. That was the first word that popped into my mind. I don't even know how the heck I do a penguin accent. Well, it's not only wildly popular. God, they're not going to be able to understand me <laughs> no, like that. I can't. <laughs> um, Just do it. That ain't fine. So... League of Legends is not only widely popular, but has been growing like mad for the past few years and has been illustrated by a recent infographic. Data like how Riot grew from 100 employees in 2009 and now has over 1,000. How last year it took four days for tickets to the World Championships to sell out, and this year they sold out in less than an hour. In other impressive random little fact trades that you never knew you really needed to know, they're so weak and cute. So, I'm very glad to have hopped on the league train when I did. Because it's growing very fast, and it's a very fun game. And of course, they like to give you things if you've been around for a while. Like, oh, uh, yes. I know the, the Halloween skins that they're bringing back from previous years, uh, if you already have them from those previous years, then you get like, uh, like a little, a little thing that says, you know, yes. I, I had them first. Yes. No, you get, uh, there's gonna be several holiday themed legendary skins that are being brought back from the vault for you to purchase. And so, um, yes, you get, I believe, a summoner icon or a ward skin, or maybe it's both, in order to say, hey, look, I actually had these before you did. Um. Push up your glasses. Exactly. And I mean, the, the closest thing I have to that is the, as at the end of season one, all those people who were playing at the end of season one, um, they got for free Kale and her skin Judgment Kale, mm. which is actually pretty cool. So I think you might actually have that one too. I feel like that was only for ranked games, and I no. hadn't played. Really, I, there was no way I played any ranked games in or not ranked season but one. I mean, I think or because I had really only played custom games Ooh. at that point. Well, because I played whenever you know Leaf and maybe log that on group and check forced me to maybe log on and check maybe could be fun. Actually, I kind of really want to buy the new character. Actually, can I show you in the fringe? Can I show you the music video to the new character? Yes, yes, you may. It's it's pretty damn cool. She's OP beyond all reason, so I want her. And I want her bad. Wow, that's suggestive. All right. <laughs> <laughs> International commerce is uh pretty weird. Since when did you become an expert? Since always, I just know things. Okay? <laughs> well, you are a woman, I suppose. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who was, yeah, that's like, that was Katie who said, uh, the woman is always right, right? Um, it was the mother from 
uh, my big fat Greek wedding. Oh, yeah. The man may be the head of the house, but the woman is the neck, and she can turn the head any way she wants. Jan Mielin. Yes. So tell us about international yeah. whatever, whatever. International commerce. Um, it's very strange, and the PS4 will be selling for over 1,800 USD in Brazil, um, with games costing over 80 USD. Uh, apparently this is due to importation tax, um, but the Xbox One will only cost $1,000. So, don't know why the big difference. Yeah. We've been speculating about this a little bit, actually, in the French home. Uh, the main thing that seems most, the, the the best explanation to me is that the only people who will actually be able to play it um, in third world countries are the insanely rich, because they are the only people who will be able to afford to have the time to play it, as well as, it's probably me. Ah. Yeah. Um... But even so, uh, the article says that for people like dentists, lawyers, and, uh, you know, people who actually make money, uh, in Brazil, they will have to use, like, a tenth of their annual savings to, you know, buy the PS4. And since the Xbox One is only a thousand dollars, like, that's just shooting themselves in the foot. And if you wanted to increase sales, then you'd, uh, drop the price. I yeah. don't, but apparently the problem is with the importation tax. I don't understand why they're taxing the PS4 so much. And not the Xbox One. And not the Xbox yeah. One, if there's an $800 difference. And, and I mean, so in other countries, the PS4 is the cheaper pro- option. Yeah. So how is this possible? I, whatever. Brazil's <sighs> got a bias against PlayStation. Apparently. So Borderlands 2 has been out for over a year now, but they're still coming out with DLCs. October 22nd will bring us TK Baja's Bloody Harvest, which uh, will probably involve, you know, zombies and pumpkins and such things. And uh, it's only $3, so I'm definitely going to, uh, we're going to have to play through that together once we uh, finish with, like, the main quest storyline thing. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, important things came up. It's fine. All right. But yes, we'll definitely have to do that because DLCs are a lot of fun. All right. Um, so a lot of games these days try, these days try to go for photorealism. So when a game comes along that has a new and unique art style, we're all over it. Such is the case with Paper Sorcerer, a first person RPG that tells the story of a sorcerer trapped in the pages of a book. Everything is black and sepia, giving it an ancient paper feel. And it looks really cool. Yeah. Like, I'm so glad that you went and found that. So life is uh, all about balance. And so when there's good, there must be bad. When it was announced that Games for Windows Live was being shut down, we we all did a little joy uh, of dance inside. And when Microsoft said that they would also be working on making sure that those games were still uh, playable on Steam, we did another little happy dance. Unfortunately, for both of those first two, the most recent, uh, uh, the Batman games, Arkham City and Arkham Asylum, it appears that save game files won't be able to transfer over. However, this uh, this only applies to people who didn't buy the games on Steam, because if you had them on Steam already, then you don't have to transfer them to Steam. Uh, so I'm safe, luckily. But for people who, you know, went and bought a retail version of it, they are going to lose their save game files, which would be pretty terrible if, you know, they happen to be playing through them, trying to get finished so that they can play uh, Arkham Origins later this month. I was really, really worried when I first read this. Yeah. And then you actually read the article mm-hmm. thought about it. You know what's funny about this, though, is... Uh, so, Arkham 
asylum has a bunch of Steam uh, achievements, but nobody could unlock them for like a really, really long time because the achievements went through uh, Games for Windows Live. And now that it's going to be straight up going through Steam, I'm pretty sure that the achievements will be unlockable. But since I just played through the game, you know, I don't really feel like playing through it again right now in order to go get those achievements. So I won't be one of the first people to get those achievements. So they're recorded, but they won't unlock the, in your Steam account. Like, they, they exist in the system. You can go and look at the list of achievements, but they all say that 0.1% of people have unlocked them. And when you when you do an action that would normally get you an achievement in the game, it shows up on your Games for Windows Live profile, you know, and, and mm-hmm. it pops up with a thing that says you got this achievement, but the Steam achievements do not get unlocked. However, in Arkham City, you get both, which is interesting. And it won't it won't register at all if you transfer it over. No, you'd have you definitely have to play through the game again mm-hmm. uh, on Steam in order to get the Steam achievements. Okay. Yeah. Cool beans. All right. So that's all of the headlines. Uh, we have a very very special review this week of a game franchise. Well, the latest in a game franchise that is very near and dear to all of us. Mm-hmm. Pokemon X. Pokemon X. And why? Hopefully. Uh, well, kind of. I saw what Isaiah was playing. So. Me and Isaiah went to GameStop at 10 in the morning on Saturday, got the games, sat in my basement until 11 o'clock at night and played. We got through five, five gyms. Um, the game is really nice. <laughs> it's really pretty. A lot of new, um, new features to explore. Uh, the main thing is that it's not the standard top down camera angle. Everything is, uh, rendered with 3D models. And uh, the camera angle does alternate uh, depending on where you are. The first time that I saw that, I thought that it was going to be really confusing. But when you handed it to me to play a little bit, I it felt pretty natural. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't really get stuck with the camera facing you or anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, it's they've done a really good job on it. Uh, I enjoyed that there is a huge range of Pokemon available in the starting region. Like there's 450 out of 711. Available to you before the Elite Four, uh, which means that... Is 711 the number that they're up to total now? I or? believe so. Oh, wow. I heard 711 somewhere, and I didn't actually go find out. I'll but find you know everything. Later. True. About international commerce and Pokemon. Yeah. I heard 711. We'll go with that. I feel like you could make a career out of that. I probably could. <laughs> Being an expert in Pokemon and international commerce. Probably could. But um, it was very easy. Uh, the experience share is, uh, is done differently in this generation. Uh, what happens is you turn it on. It's a key item. You turn it on or off and your, your first, the Pokemon that's in the battle will get full experience no matter what. Uh, any Pokemon in your party that is not in battle will get half the experience. Hmm. So it's really easy to level up. I breeze through all the gyms. No problem. Elite four. No problem. Uh, my Pokemon are in the mid-90s, which is astonishing because I have never bothered to get a team past 70. Wow. And that was only for game completion. So did they did they have some, like, early rap freestyle stuff going on in the early 90s? What? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was extremely easy. I don't think the experience share is meant to be left on. Uh, but it's there. Yeah, and that's the problem. If you don't turn it on, it feels like you're missing out on features. But if you do turn it on, then it's uh, insanely easy. My party was mid-90s. The Elite Four was mid-60s. Huh. <laughs> and I was oh, crushing them. Um, 
one of the bigger features this generation is also the addition of fairy type, which is introduced as a counter to dragon and a way to give steel a little more advantage. Um, hmm. It's super effective against a dragon. It is super effective against... Um, oh, shoot. No, I've forgotten. <laughs> Now, I remember when they first announced this, that was a long time ago, mm-hmm. and a lot of people were concerned about it messing up the whole balance. How does it, does it mesh well? It meshes pretty well. It's hard to memorize because uh, the way I understand the type chart is because of the really old, um, what kind of Pokemon are you? song oh wow and that doesn't i have that one that's why i've always had trouble with dark and steel types too is because they're not in that song because that's from the first generation yep (laughs) so um but it's hard to memorize um unless you're actively using the pokemon which i hadn't been i did not i only had one fairy type on my team and i didn't use her much because the uh experience share got her up to a way higher level than the rest of my team and i'm Really annoyed. I didn't want to use her and give her too much experience. And then I just never used her. That was uh, Mawile, which is Steel Fairy. So Poison, which is super effective against Fairy, does not affect it. Which is great. Wow. Hmm. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. So um, all in all, it's a very beautiful game. And there is a lot of things to do. There's not much post-game. But I didn't feel that was a very big issue because there was so much stuff in the actual game. So how did the 3D go? The 3D is only really on, uh, like the 3D slider is only really effective when you're in battle or doing uh, cutscenes or special events. Okay, so when you're just walking around, there's no point to it. No, Uh, which is fine because, you know, it's they sold the 2DS for Pokemon. And if they had 3D capability of it, nobody uses 3D. Like Animal Crossing is full 3D and nobody uses it. It looks the same. I think it's... Really interesting that that was like their their selling point when they first came out with the 3DS, and it, you know, even though nobody uses it, it sold incredibly well. Yeah, because it was interesting. It was new and interesting, and it is pretty for like five minutes, and then you get a headache, and then it's like, oh well, I've seen the prettiness; it's fine. Mm-hmm. But um, I found them really good games. They are, they might overtake Hoenn as my favorite favorite games because you know Emerald all time favorite. Uh, if it if Hoenn gets remakes in this style. Still my favorite. But Kalos is a beautiful region. This is, um, I mean, honestly, this is probably the first Pokemon game in a very long time that's actually made me go, yeah, I should probably get back into this. Well, it's the first one in a long time that's received fully positive Mm. reviews, from what I can tell. I mean, there was a lot of grumbling and mumbling about, or from Gen 1ers about the new games, and it's just like, oh, there's nothing new. But... There's a lot of new stuff. But then people complain if people if they change anything. <laughs> of right. course, nobody can win. I heard no. that somebody uh, was taking off points, uh, taking points off its review because it still felt like a Pokemon game, which is ridiculous. Because it is a Pokemon. It is game. a Pokemon game. If it doesn't feel like a Pokemon game, then there's no point to it being a Pokemon game. How is the uh, the storyline? I, I hear that it's different than the typical. Just you know, uh, you're you're you know a kid and you have to. Go and, and, uh, what was the storyline in all the other ones? Stop the bad guys, defeat the champion. Yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Team Flare is <coughs> the regional team who are trying to make a more beautiful world. Uh, oh. Well, it's, um. Does, does that mean eliminating ugly people? No. Uh, what they want to do is reduce the world back to more simpler times. They want to, um, decimate the population so that, because there is not enough happiness to go around. <laughs> that's a wow like more people equals more suffering 
So their idea is to... That's really a depressing outlook on life. It's a really depressing. Yeah. It's a really, really um, shocking storyline for Pokemon, honestly. Like, usually it's just destroy the world. This is actually psychological. And wow. then you get to, as I've been saying about that Dan Brown book with an, uh, called Inferno that's been talking about the population trend and what are we going to mm-hmm. do with all these people. Mm-hmm. Mars. Mars. Yep. Plague. That reality TV show that's going to be on Mars. Yep. Plague. So the story do- storyline doesn't really pick up until like, uh, you know, two thirds of the way through the game. And that's when it really starts. You start getting more involved with Team Flare and you start getting more involved with their schemes. But it's not a big deal because they're kind of present, but they're not forcing you into anything. Team Galactic uh, in fifth generation was always stopping you and pushing you around and there was no freedom. Um, in Kalos, you can go pretty much anywhere unhindered. There's not much stopping you. Aside from the levels of the people there. Yeah. Right. Like, you need to do certain things to unlock certain areas, but Mm. it's not like you're restricted from this path until you do one particular thing. You can skip a couple gym gym leaders and wander around and then... Oh, well. I would never do that, though. No. (laughs) I didn't know know you could skip gym leaders until someone was like, yeah, you don't have to defeat Brawly until before Norman. I'm like, huh? Uh, Second... Gym leader in Hoenn before fifth gym leader in Hoenn. Hmm. You could skip them that far. It's ridiculous. Um, another thing I liked about this generation, though, was the expanded world. It didn't feel like the game was entirely about you. It was um, about your journey, and you were the character, but you were a character in a world that would keep on going if you left it. It felt like it was uh, full of lively people and events that were going on, and... You felt like part of something rather than... Than the main focus of everybody on the road. Yes. Which never makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I hear that Trainer Joey's back. Yeah. He's my favorite. Mm-hmm. He's my bestest friend. <laughs> I always keep his phone number. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> Is he wearing shorts? He better be. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? What does that have to do with anything? They're really short shorts, but what does that have to do with anything? There's, in the first one, he's talking about how he always wears shorts. Like, I think this might have been a Gen 1 thing. The youngster class. There's always somebody who's talking about. Oh yeah, that's shorts right. Shorts are really comfy. Yep. No, I think uh, Joey was the one who just had this ratata that he was really, really proud of. Oh yeah, that's and, it. And uh, yeah, and I think it actually evolves at some point during he the game. He tells you it evolves, and it never does. <sighs> Liar. <laughs> but um, they did hack uh, Heart Gold or Soul Silver or something, and found out that the uh, ratata he's so proud of is actually um, like perfect, st- perfect IVs and EVs. Huh. So it is in the top percentage of Radita. <laughs> it's pretty. I mean, it never seemed very difficult to defeat to me. No. But no. No. It's a Radita. But it's a thoroughbred. I, <laughs> I'm trying to imagine a world where we breed rats. Like <laughs> that sounds so odd. Mm-hmm. I'll breed your rats. Give me your hand. Well. <laughs> <laughs> So how much uh, how much money do you think is a reasonable amount to pay for the for X or Y? What it is forty dollars. Forty dollars. That's cool. perfectly fine. Do you think it would be reasonable to go and get a two DS just to play this game? Yes. Really? Yes, because a two DS is uh, only one hundred twenty nine. Only one hundred twenty nine. Yeah. It's a good thing I already have my three DS. That's a hundred and sixty dollar game you're you're trying to sell to me here. Yeah. 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 But. Once you have your 2DS, you also have access to a bunch no, of Legend you, of Zelda. You said 
it's worth it just for this game. It is. Which is what I... It is. So I should go get a 2DS just so I can play this game and not play anything else. Yes, right. because you would fully enjoy it. Okay. Especially if you're planning to replay and do challenges on it. I can only do games, really good games, that I really, really, really like. Yes. Okay, fine. I know my my the the hypothetical situation that I am presenting is not exactly reality, but but I don't Actually, agree with your answer within the hypothetical situation. If you're looking for just a regular 2DS, I'm not. I have I'm my sticking old one. with my Android. I have my old one, and I still have my your old what 3- 2DS. I have an actual 3DS. There's no way that you have an old 2DS because they came out on October October 12th. 12th. Oh. The 2DS is the one that plays 3DS oh, games. Oh, that's right, that one. Yeah, that one. Not that one. I'm yeah, not. No. I'm not going to get that one. I'll just do so I get the 3DS. Yeah. Well, if I want to play DS games, I'll just go and get the emulator for it. But if you were going to play Pokemon, you would need to buy a 2DS, and it would be worth Probably. it. Probably. Because there is um, online functionality, and yeah. Wait, does and... It, does it not work on the 3DS? Hmm. Does it not work on the? No, 3DS? it does. Okay. But if you were buying it just for Pokemon, you would not buy a 3DS. Okay. Because, because it's more the 2DS expensive. is oh, yeah. quite a bit cheaper. And the, yeah. and she said the 3D isn't really worth it. No, yeah. it's not. I mean, it's pretty, but... But I already have one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you going to get Pokemon? Have you gotten Pokemon? I have not gotten Pokemon. You Will need to I get, get Pokemon. Possibly, eventually. You need to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I haven't gosh. finished the last Pokemon game that I bought just because Which I Which one was blue. that? I think Black. Yeah, don't bother with that. That was Really? Yeah. I thought everybody was all over that. Black and white were really bad. They were uh, very uh, rest- restricted in what you could do. Mm-hmm. Very linear. Uh, it was like uh, basically like you were following the plot, which is annoying. Because which is what I usually do. Because anyway. Pokemon is an exploration game, uh, and um, they felt unfinished as well. And mm-hmm. post game was absolutely horrible. So yeah. How long ago did those ones come out? Those were 2010, 11, 2010. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. If- feels like it hasn't been that long. Well, if X and Y are this good, then I might have to go out and snag one. Oh, yeah. Is there... Which one would you recommend? I played X. I love X. It is beautiful. Uh, but I also have Y. They're not that different, as far as I could tell from watching Isaiah play. Just um, from the different Pokemon that are available. Yeah, so ju- just the different Pokemon. But the thing is that trading is so easy now, as long as you could have an internet connection and a friend code. So easy between games that it really doesn't matter if you're missing out on version exclusives, because they're easy as pie to get. Okay. We'll get it up. For the scholars from the X-Files. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that you just compared a girl to Scully from the X-Files. We promised never to do that. Bang. Oh, the skit guys are so great. I want to be them when I grow up. Yes. Oh, golly. Want to be my skit guy? I'll be your pepper master. <laughs> You'll master my pepper. Oh, by the way, if you want to play dress up, I recommend playing as girl. They have so many more options. I don't want to play dress up. You should. I, I had enough of that with the drag show. <laughs> it's fun to play dress up. You can make really cute outfits. Uh, no. I spent so much money no, on clothes. No. No. Okay, you're lost. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you didn't mention that at all. Like in your first pass on the review. Oh yeah, I forgot about it. Yeah. But I spend so much time doing that. I all of my money is going to clothes. Did you have you been playing the game with the sound off or on mostly? On when I can. At work, it's off because mm. I'm not technically supposed to be playing at work, but my boss doesn't care, and it's just on the register in front of me. Mm-hmm. So, do, like, because I mean, the one of the one of the my favorite things about Crystal was, uh, you know, the 
songs that happened. Yeah. Even though they, you know, were the same exact time, every single time that that same thing happened in the game, it was still great. Yeah. And I mean, is it, does it still, is it still as good? Yes, it's lovely. I love okay. the sound effects and I love the music. The music gets better every generation. Oh, wow. Except every for Hoenn generation. is still the best because trumpets. Okay. What? Hoenn had trumpets all over the place. Was John Williams involved in this at all? <laughs> Don't think so. But it was amazing. I love John Williams. <clears throat> I found out that he composed the Olympic um, theme song and I was like, yes. well, who else would have done that? <laughs> I, have, I have played it twice. Wow. Um... It's one of those songs, okay, uh, complete lapse from anything video game related here. Story time. Um, oh boy. so at the end of the year at graduation, Central played one final song, I um, that all the seniors could go and play. Uh, one final song with the band within it'd be sort of their send off. 1812 song. Overture? That was our senior year, yes. Yeah. That was the final piece that I got to play with the band at Central. Um, our freshman year, it was Olympic fanfare and theme. Hmm. Sophomore year, um, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Theme from Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Which one was that one? Is that the older movie or? We'll look it up in the fringe. Okay. Um, third one was, um, Jupiter. Oh, Pulse nice. Jupiter. Nice. And fourth one was 1812. So far, Gustavus, in the course of, I believe, the year, maybe a year, no, in, no, in two years, I have played Olympic fanfare and theme. Mm-hmm. Um, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Wow. And Jupiter. So all that's left is 1812. Yes. Wow. Nice. And I don't know, I don't think we'll be able to do it with Nemo, but I can probably convince the new guy next year to do it. Why wouldn't you be able to do it with Nemo? Because Nemo is retiring at the end of this year. Oh, okay. So just timing-wise. Yeah. Not that it would be difficult to convince. No. Okay. He said that we could do it as long as we could get the cannons. I can, <laughs> I can talk with Matt, with Matt, though, I think, and we can make that work. Nice. Um, But we'll see. We will see. Did you know that my my dad proposed to my mom to that song? I did not. Yeah. And there were actual hmm. cannons because they were in Chicago and there's a battleship museum there or something. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe it was... No, it couldn't have been a real battleship. Like, that wasn't in a museum. There is a battleship that's in a museum. There's the battleship in the Chicago um, uh, Museum of... No... I th- I think it's a museum. The yeah. big the big main museum in Chicago, like of science 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 and technology. Do they call it the big main museum? No, <laughs> that'd be no, hilarious. No. That 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 would be pretty damn funny. Um, no, it's, let's go to the museum. Which one? The big one. The Museum of Science and, and Technology mm-hmm. in Chicago, I believe, has a battleship. That's so much better than the tugboat that we have. I know, and ours is on a roof. Yeah, which is cool. Which is cool. We have a boat on a roof. How many people can say that? Uh, hurricanes. Yeah. Well, that's a really dark thought. <laughs> Not that we have to worry about those around here. No, but we do have to worry about tornadoes, so I suppose that could do it too. So let's see. Next week, what have we got going on? I think we have, obviously, the Stanley Parable. Yes. We're going to be reviewing that. Yes. And it sounds like both of us are going to be playing that. Probably. Um, I'm planning on having the... The Dark Knight, I mean, not The Dark Knight, Arkham City finished, hopefully, though I won't have that much time to play it, um, because Arkham uh, Origins is coming out next weekend, so mm. I need to finish. And uh, I think there's probably some games that are coming out, but I don't remember, and I did write them down. I have midterms this next week, so yeah. I'm, I apologize ahead of time. I'm probably not going to be too much doing too much video game play. Stanley Parable probably won't take that long. 
It didn't look like it was going to be that long. No, but it looks good. But definitely play the demo. Done. Yes. So thanks for joining us, everybody. This is Ian Buck. I'm Ian Decker. I'm Savannah Hassel. Signing off. Probably this one. Probably that one. Why is there an ad? Oh my gosh, he has adblock disabled for YouTube. What a noob. Alright, so let's change. Death awaits you! Leave my YouTube ad box alone. I I did, but I can't believe that you have it turned off. I'm closing this again. Alright. So a Scotsman walks into a um never mind, I'm not gonna be able to tell with this playing in the background, it's too distracting. I but we'll listen to this quick. This definitely is the older one with uh Kevin Gosner. Well, I, I was trying to... Um, and Morgan Freeman. And Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. You're right. Episode 50. Oh, shoot. We should have mentioned that it was our 50th episode. It's fine. I mean, so much more important was our one-year anniversary, which was not, you know, the 52nd as it normally would have been because yeah. we had the summer off. Yes.